Hello and welcome to the Odds Checker Betting Show. This is a preview of the Dubai Future Champions Festival. It is a cracking weekend racing at Newmarket. We've got the Cesarich, we've got the Dewhurst, plenty more group racing over the course of the weekend. And before he sets sail, a bit of a cross-country trip for you, Andy. Uh, you're off to Newmarket this weekend. Um, we're looking forward to what should be a cracking weekend's racing. Yeah, I am, yes. Um, just doing a little bit of corporate work on, on uh, Friday. Not going to go Saturday, but uh, the Saturday card is... One of my favourite um, sort of betting uh, days of the year. I've had a fair amount of success in the Sarwich. I hope that hasn't put the kibosh on it, but um, it's one of my it's one of my more favourable handicaps of the season. Um, I think I've got a couple in it this year that will go okay. Looking forward to seeing City of Troy in the Dewhurst, uh, and that's um, backed up with a nice supporting card over at Chepstow for us jumping fans. That were you'd, you'd say that they're proper jumping. Um, starts um, at Chepstow over that two-day meeting Friday and Saturday, so um, lots to look forward to. Yeah, the the jumps are nearly back. Um, we are going to be back in a couple of weeks' time after this show um, with a you know we've got a, a few national hunt horses to follow episodes coming up fairly soon, uh, both uh, sides of the Irish Sea. So keep your eyes peeled for those. But whilst we are still just for that in the flat season um, with, you know, Champions Day still to come and, and this great weekend in Newmarket will be focusing on the flat again today. And we'll start uh, with Friday's racing and in particular, uh, we'll be looking at the um, opening race on the card. Uh, it's the um, Cornwallis Stakes. So the, the 150 to Group 3 where uh, inquisitively the 7-2 favourite had a floor of Bermuda at 5-1. to one. Uh, Maya Harris is 9-1, to one, Midnight Affair 10-1. to one. Asian and Tokamadira both ten to one, Alabama twelve to one, Rosario fourteen to one. Bar those, um, we're going to be focusing on Saturday's racing, but we'll go through the group races on on Friday, I should say. Uh, you put up four of Bermuda last time, uh, Andy, on this show, uh, who ran with credit, just being um, pipped to the post. Uh, are you sticking with the same tactic here with, with Asian and four of Bermuda? Well, just before we uh, venture into the um, complexities of each race, I think we should. Certainly, play lip service to the possibility of a change in conditions because if you see yeah. in the forecast, like I have um, for Thursday stroke into Friday, it doesn't look that favourable. Certainly for race cars on Friday, I think I'm definitely going to be taking a Mac and a Brolly. How much rain they end up having will obviously impact at the, on uh, proceedings on Friday more into Saturday, but we'll get on to that at a, at a later date. So the dynamics of this race could change quite quickly because it. Inquisitively, the favourites only run three times, all on fast ground. She was really good when she ran the Roses Stakes at York last time out, but that was obviously on a very, very slick surface. So your guess is as good as mine whether she'll handle it or not. I think Connections will be definitely keeping one eye on the weather with her. She has got a very favourable draw in store one, as we saw at the last meeting. Most of the action tended to take place over on the far side. The stalls are on the far side, so she's got that in her favour. But the ground is an unknown if it changes. Um, I'm good to firm ground. I think she's the right favourite, particularly with the draw. Couldn't put one, anyone off, but you, you just need to sort of like box clever and perhaps not dive in too soon at that price mm-hmm. and, and just see how it transpires between uh, time of recording now and obviously um, 150 tomorrow. So any any selection at this stage, Andy? Well, conversely, Flora of Bermuda would love the ground if it changed. I don't think it's going to change massively. I think it'll only go good, good to soft in places. I don't think it's going to have a uh, massive impact. Like, it's not going to go soft. But she would handle easing the ground better than most. That second to big ebbs, of course, last time out. Um, w- w- there's certainly no shame in that. And, and she handled the ground particularly well at Goodwood. The problem with her, she's drawn the other side. She's drawn in 15. So 
what she might gain with one on one hand with the, with the soft ground, she might uh, lose out on with, with the draw. Um, Here's of the clan, I think it's overpriced. I think I was going to have a bet at the odds. I think in and around the 20 to 1 marks I've seen for, for Henry Candy's field, I think that looks too big. She was very good at wins early on the season on soft ground. They then ran her in a, a good race at Newbury last time out. And although she finished third, she did a lot of running on the outside of the field, drawn in store one on the wing. And she was just nutted late on by Muharis. Um, and that race has worked out well because uh, Juniper Berry is the fourth horse. Um, just got touched off in the dick pool next time out at Salisbury. I think it's a fairly straight, strong form line that. So like Muharis is like single figures. Fears of a Clown is almost like, you know, double the price, which makes a little sense really. Um, so yeah, I, I'd be prepared to take a little bit of a risk on stall 13 with Tears of a Clown if I was going to have a bet now. Yeah, Tears of a Clown, 20 to 1, pretty much across the board. Plenty of firms already going four places, about 365 Paddy's Hills amongst those doing so. Uh, you can find all these best pra- best prices and place terms uh, up in the checker site or on the app. Um, on then to the uh, second race on the card, another group three is the uh, f- um, the Oso Shop Stakes, the Phillies race, uh, where Skeller is the um, nine to four favourite, although that nine to four has come under some serious pressure. Like market price is kind of 15 to eight, seven or four. I'd be surprised if the nine to four with Coral and Labrooks is still there by the time this goes out given the, the sea of blue around Skelet at uh, the top of the market. Dance sequence is 130. Uh, <laughs> Columbine is 4-1. to one. Uh, And then 7 in the race. Uh, Star Music 10-1. to one. Uh, Circa 10-1. to one. Uh, Gush and Gold 12-1. to one. Uh, Balachi 50-1. to one. Um, Andy, how do you see this at the, the current prices? Yeah, I like Skelet. I think she's a nice filly in the making. Um, she's called the hard debut at Sandown, finishing an eye-catching fourth. Um... And then she went to Salisbury and did the job really well that day. Still a little bit green, a bit webby on the ears, but the ability's there. Any problem with her, which I'm going to be touching on again and, and reiterate for, for listeners, she's only raced twice on, on fast ground. Good good ground at Sandown, good sperm ground at Salisbury. She's by Kingman, which lends itself to think she'll be okay to a degree on, on, with a little bit of ease in the ground if it does rain. Um, the Becky team are in amazing form. Right? They're still keep t- continuing to churn out the winners, particularly their two-year-old. They had another win at Kempton last night, which was mm. well back. Still seven on the outside, a little bit of a bugbear. I think you need to be sort of more over on that uh, rail to, to, to be getting yourself a little bit of cover. Um, so, albeit, I do think she's a nice filly, and going forward, I think she potentially could be the best one of these next season. I've got a bit of a soft spot for Sheet Columbine here. Now, the ratings say that she's probably got a little bit of time. You wouldn't normally expect a group three winner to be only rated at 95. But the, the, the beauty about her is she's fairly flexible with regards to ground conditions. She's won on good ground, but she has won twice on soft. So if it was to rain in significant quantities, I think she'll handle it better than most. And her time figures have been significantly quicker than Skelet and Dan Sequence. They've only won maidens where they've been fairly slow in run affairs. So if they do go a decent gallop here and it's a test of stamina in the ground, I think the one most likely to um, handle pretty much anything that's thrown her is Shit Columbine. I think she's a filly going places this. The way she travels in her races, she looks a real dominant force at the moment. Uh, and George Bowie's quite happy to just roll the dice again and play, uh, and, and play her in a, in a, in a pattern contest because I definitely think she's worth a shot at this. I think four to one's a, a decent price and that'll only tighten up or shorten up even more if they do get the uh, rain which is forecast in the next 24 hours. 
Yeah, Sheet Columbine, four to one, uh, 365, Paddy's, Betfair Sports, but Bet Victor amongst those. That price um, there, Sheet Columbine for George Bowie and Kevin Stott out of stall one. Uh, the uh, group two next up, uh, we have in the three o'clock over seven furlongs. Audience is the five to two favourite, uh, should have been a ring, is uh, four to one, joint second favourite with Chindit at four to one. Uh, Matilda Picot nine to two, Pogo nine to one, and Lord Masusus sixteen to one. Andy. Yeah, audience, he'd be fine if it rained. He's he was a good second last time out at Doncaster. Just up in the group two, probably the right favourite on balance or on form. You know, being a a run up in a group two over this trip. I think seven furlongs is his trip as well. Whereas Chindit, he's probably better over miles than he does. I think, although he's handled seven furlongs before, he is renowned as a miler, so he might just get caught out here. Um, the one I like here is the filly down the bottom, Matilda, Matilda Picot. She also um, ran at Tom Town more last time out. She came out victorious uh, against her own sex. Um, it was a real dominant display as well. She went hard from the front, which is often the case with her, but she kept finding loads of pressure. Beat a, a, a progressive type for, for the Beckett stable called Nagiri. Um, I think that's pretty good form. Her time figures are exceptionally good when she's had so, the word soft in the going condi- uh, description. And more importantly, she's run here twice on the Rowley Mile. This time last year, she won a uh, listed race, uh, again, making pretty much all. And then, of course, that excellent third in the Guineas behind Morged and Tahira. So, you know, she's she's a genuine group one stroke, group two filly, but he's a seven furlong specialist that arrives here at the peak of her powers. She goes really well in the autumn, loves the track. Um yeah, I think there's lots to like about Matilda Picot's chances, and she's nine to two. So, I, again, similar to Chick Collin being in the previous side, so I think she's the one that stands out at the, at the, as a value bet. Matilda Picot there uh, is uh, best price currently nine to two, but again, that's coming under pressure. Nine to two is a bet three six five, seven to two um, with a couple of firms, even one hundred to thirty with Skybet. Um, there for Sheen Murphy, uh, Matilda Picot in the three o'clock at. Newmarket. Uh, we'll quickly do the the Rolly Cup, um, big handicap, and then we'll uh, have the have the uh, Phillies Mile, which is the Group One on Friday, and we'll move on to Saturday's card. Uh, Humanity is the three to one favourite in the old Rolly Cup. Uh, Al Sakib five to one, Shadow Dance seven to one, Denmark fifteen to two, Lucky fifteen nine to one, uh, Westerton twelve to one, uh, fourteen to one, Have Secret sixteen to one. Bar those, Andy. We've got Skybet already going five places here. And the 335. Uh, who's your pick? For, you said you got a, a couple of strong ones in the Cesarich. How are you looking in the big handicap on the on the Friday? Yeah, there's no doubt that humanity stands out here. I mean, he bolted up last night at Kempton. A phenomenally good time. Obviously, someone who keeps times on a regular basis. That just stood out on that car. They went a proper gallop, and he he was really strong at the finish. I think he won by five, six lengths, going away. He technically is, I think, quite a bit in hand of this field. How much by, I can't quite remember. I think it's something like... Twelve pounds in hand. I think they, I think their handicappers put him up fourteen or something like that. And because it was nearly closed, he, he only gets a six-pound penalty. So, you know, he, he'd be nearly top weight here or close to if um, the assessor had a chance of rejigging his sums. And the, the the problem, which is a, a bit of a, a, a regular theme we're talking about, here's the ground. He, he's obviously won on a, a quick surface at Kenton. Um, he's only run once on the turf, uh, and that was on good to firm ground. So if it was to rain, we'd all be in the dark. He might absolutely love it, relish it, and pack up and uh, make everyone look fools. Um, I think he's a very nice horse in the making. He's the rightful favourite. He's been anti-post favourite for this race for a little while now. 
uh, but I couldn't put him up yet until I know what the ground is. All I'll say is if it's good or if it doesn't get any worse than good, then yes. But if it goes good to soft, I'll probably just walk away from it three to one uh, and maybe just have a few quid each on something else. Maybe Westerton, who's been running really well throughout the course of the season. Alan King won this race, if you remember, with Trusham further down the line. And he, he handled soft ground pretty well last time out and beaten, um, I think it was at Doncaster off memory. Um, so he'd probably be one I'd look to if, if it was to rain and the ground changed. 12 to 1 for him each way could be the, uh, the alternative to humanity, but it's all about the Gosden runner. All about the Gosden runner, all about humanity. 3 to 1, Bet Victor, Coral, Boyle Sport, Sporty Index, Quinbet, Labrooks, Bet Godwin, and Parry Match, the firms who are currently 3 to 1, <laughs> 11 to 4. If you want to be a real shyster and take the 11 to 4 5 places uh, on offer with, with Skybet. Um, and then Westerton, yeah, 12 to 1 with, with Paddy's Hills, uh, Bet Fair Sportsbook, and Bet Victor. Um, Right, the, the group one on the Friday is the Phillies Mile, where Shirari is the two to one favourite. That standout with Hills, a short of six to four elsewhere. Uh, Ilang Ilang is also seven to two with the same firm. Uh, Classical Song, four to one. See the Fire uh, is currently uh, nine to one. Uh, Caught You Looking, 12 to one. Uh, Ambient Amigo, 18s. Seawood, 18s. And Brilliant, 50 to 1. Uh, nice situation shape to the race now, Andy, with eight runners. But you have to think that given the forecast, a fair chance one or two may come out. Uh, but who do you fancy the prices as they stand? Um, I think the two to one uh, about Shiwari will definitely come under pressure, particularly if it rains, because he's already proven on soft ground. Could win at Sandown under those conditions two runs ago. And then it was a bit of a mess uh, at uh, Newmark. It, it was a race where that field got splintered early on. and. Uh, Carla's way, um, who ended up winning that um, uh, Rockfell Stakes, was the one who was best positioned to pounce on uh, the uh, front-running tactics of spiritual. Towards the back of the field, unfortunately, Oshie Murphy on Shiwari completely got their sums wrong, and, and that includes Ryan Moore as well, who was riding Yang Lang. They closed down on the eventual winner, but they were just too far out of the ground. I think connections were actually ruined um, how, uh, you know, how, that, how that race panned out. Going back to Newmarket, I think with a more positive ride, you'd imagine that Shiwari will be the one to beat, particularly if there's a little bit of ease in the ground. I don't, I'm not going to say I don't like Ilanga Lang, but I think she's always been slightly overrated. Um, she ran okay here last time, but she can't beat the favourite on 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 the uh, encounter two two weeks ago. I, th- I think the one at a big price, I'd be prepared to have a little bit of a look at. I think bookmakers have been completely and utterly disrespectful for this filly. It's caught you looking. Nomi's got a, a really big weekend uh, coming up here. He's not only got this filly here, but he's got uh, chances of landing to Zarwich with Jesse Evans, which we'll get onto in a second mm. or two, um, 24 hours later. But this filly loves a little bit of dig in the ground. Uh, she was very good when she beat all called Stromberg at Leopardstown. Now, Stromberg is very highly regarded uh, by the Joseph O'Brien team. And they up to in class uh, to group three level last time out at the Curragh. And once again, she showed really good battling qualities, having been stuck out on the wing to come through and win quite readily. I've noticed the form of that race has worked out really well. They also finished fifth content, beat Kitty Rose the other day at the, the Curra, thus boosting that form line. I think it's a really strong piece of form. And, you know, Nomi wouldn't bring her over here just for the fresh air. Uh, so I do think 14 to 1 is absolutely ridiculously overpriced for that filly. And again, another selection, if it rained, she would be better served by those conditions than most. So I do think that will be, I'd say, one of the one of the strongest bets on the card at the prices if all eight runners go to post. 
one of the strongest bets on the card. Yeah, 14 to 1. I think that's coming under some pressure from Coral um, and to the extent that I don't think it's going to last long at all. But 12 to 1 is readily available from uh, Labrooks, uh, Sporty Index, Bet UK, uh, Bet MGM, and then uh, you're getting 11 to 1 with, with 365 with Skybet with, with Hills. Um, so lots of double figure prices around for Court. You looking, Andy Selection there in the Phillies Mile, the 410 on Friday. Uh, time to get on to Saturday's card now. We'll preview all the races that are priced up on the odds checker grids. Kicking off with the 125, which is the Autumn Stakes, where Ancient Wisdom is the nine to four favourite. Arabic Legend five to one. Chief Little Rock eleven to two. Uh, Orn is a massive disparity in terms of prices around uh, Orn. Uh, eight to one best price with Hills. As short as four to one um, with the likes of Skybet and Paddies. Pacontra is uh, ten to one. Ambient friendly, eleven to one. Starliner, twenty to one. Andy. Yeah, I, mean, I think that Sunsbury race is quite a good one. Um, uh, Arabian Crown came out victorious over Arabian Legend. They were both strongly fancied going into it. I actually think Arabian Legend was favourite. Arabic Legend was favourite, but he got turned away by Arabian Crown. He showed a good, really good turn of foot. Um, <clears throat> and I think, he, like I say, I think he's the right favourite. Sometimes I've, I've been looking at a lot of these races and thinking. Don't want to get with that. Don't want to get with this. Looking for the the, the value alternatives, but yes, I wouldn't say it's hard to see beyond beyond uh, beyond him. But um, yeah, unless something drastic happens, then I, I, th- I think he, he's he's the right one. Obviously, Rusi Leon, who, who beat him in Ascot, um, has gone on to win at a very high level subsequently. And I'm, I'm pretty sure from that Ascot race, the fourth horse of Owen Burrows has won since. So even though he finished third 77 days ago, that form at Ascot has worked out incredibly well. So I am going to go with the favourite this time with Ancient Wisdom uh, and not um, overcomplicate things. Ancient Wisdom, nine to four. Um, what do you make just the two that have had one run and, and one in Orn and Ambient Friendly, where Hills are taking a massive stance, going eight to one, 11 to one about both of them, when market price is kind of four to one, six to one. Um, do your figures support the the um, bigger prices? Or, I mean, it's, it's just, it's kind of rare that you see a firm taking such a strong view, especially of, of, a, of a horse with just the one under, it, under its belt. Yeah, um, out, out of the two, I'd, I'd prefer Orn. Um, I mean, yeah, you know, the Fanshawe horse run, run well. At, sorry, won well at Leicester. Um, admittedly, I thought he, you know he quickened up well. He looked a smart horse. Just the time figure doesn't get me overly excited. Whereas Orn's number at Kempton was a bit better. Um, so I'd slightly prefer him, but um, because he hasn't run on, on the grass, then yeah. that that's the only issue with him. But yeah, it's a fascinating race. He's a a cracking, cracking sort of order for the for the main course. Um, so yeah, p- perfect start. What's the main course? Is it the Dewhurst or is it the Cesarich? Ah, oh, Cesarich for me. It's okay, well, let's get... The trouble is with the Dewhurst. It's a great race. It's a classic race, but it's a non-betting betting heat, isn't it? Really, and, you know, unless you're going to bet without the favourite or. It's interesting because yeah. some people do say these days they they prefer starters to mains. So like maybe that's it. Where if you know if you. If you want just to see a quality horse go and win a race, and then you're a starter fan. Whereas if you want to get full and eat plenty, then it's uh, it's about the Cesarich. I don't know if that you're comparison a, really works. Are you a starter main course or you're a main course pudding man? Which, which, which Definitely starter main course. Starter main course. You? Have been lately, yeah. The, the, yeah. The, the, Weirdly, the, since since I've, I mean, as I'm getting older, I seem to have more of a sweet tooth. If there's a sticky toffee pudding on the menu, menu pre me looking mm. at what the mains and the sweet uh, the uh, the starters are uh, are involving, then I, I I might just hold back and save 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 a little bit of space for that. 
Yeah, I, I can I, see I, that. I, I can't resist the sticky toffee pudding, unfortunately. So not many people can. I, I actually, yeah. the, Itali- the Italians have got it right with their primi secondi and then a pudding, you know, like a plate of pasta followed by some meat. You know, basically two dinners in one. Beautiful. Uh, um, I actually tried a black pudding bonbon the other day, which I can recommend if anyone wow. sees that on the menu. A few black pudding bonbons around at a thought in Newmarket in the in the mm. posh seats. Um, we digress. Let's get back. I mean, let us know in the comments. Do you prefer starters or main courses or puddings? Um, but yeah, we'll, get, right. we'll get on to the the, the starter. Uh, we've had our order. It's now on to the Dewhurst starter. Um, and uh, City of Troy, one of the, the stars of the flat season um, this year, is the two-on favourite, one to two. Iberian, uh, the closest challenger at four to one. Al Yanabi, 10 to one. Array, 22 to one. Indian Run, 25 to one. Uh, even Shadad, 33 to 1. Henry Adams, 66 to 1. Hartum, 66 to 1. You think these towards the bottom are, are hoping to pick up some prize money for places rather than challenge the city of Troy at the top end. Um, can you make a case for a bet here, Andy? I can make a case for a bet without a favour, yeah. I think it's a tricky one to oppose city of Troy outright because he just looks so good. Um, debut is very good. Didn't knock the ball out of the park on the figures, but he did last night at Newmarket for his time bus. Uh, a proper number right up there with some of the best this season on a good card. Of those good numbers look better when you, you compare it to the but better races rather than winning a maiden or a, a you know, novice event, etc. They can be a bit distorted. As uh, those of us who follow as a sadner over the cliff have found out for our, to our cost. Um, and he's done it on softest ground as well. So if there is rain on Friday, which is predicted into Saturday, <clears throat> then um, you know it's hard to get away from him really. He, he could have run Henry Longfellow in this as well, um, but he's decided to uh, roll the dice with City of Troy. I noticed he's he got a bit of a, well, he could have a pacemaker in this as well, a bit of a sacrificial lamb in Henry Adams. I think he might be in there just to make sure the race is not a farce. But the bet without a favourite is the top one, Al Yanabi. Um, he did really well to win here the last day, didn't he? Got into a bit of a pocket, looked in trouble. And then once he met the rising ground, he, he picked up really strongly and, won quite well. Now, the fact that he's run and won over the course and distance, but a good field as well that day. I think it was a good group three. That there was lots of reputations going into that. That's got to stand him in good stead, hasn't it? You know, the fact that he's he's the only one in the field who's run over the course and distance and won. Uh, his time figures are good. Um, and he's trained by a man I really have a huge amount of time for, Owen Burroughs. is very patient with these kind of horses. So, I don't think there'll be any betting without the favourite now, but he's going to be second favourite because of Iberian being second favourite in the week. I've got a market, Andy. I've got a market oh, for you. I would say he'll be five to two. Eleven to four. Okay, that's a, that's a fair price. So forget Eleven about seeing Troy, let him win, and then we'll we'll, we'll pick up the scraps with Alunarbi. He was likely to be ridden, not like a necessarily enough and on trial because at the end of the day it's a group one. But he does get ridden patiently, which means he's more mm. likely to come through at the end and and pick up the scraps rather than try and chase the favourite, beat the favourite. Al Yanabi there, uh, 11 to 4 without the favourite is the way that Andy's playing this one uh, for Owen, Owen Burrows. Uh, 10 to 1 is the price if you do want to uh, back him each way. If you think the City of Troy might be a touch short at 2 on, brave man or woman, if you think that. Uh, on to the Cesarich, the main course, and Pied Piper is the 9 to 2 favourite. Uh, Vino Victrix uh, and uh, Grand Providence, uh, both 10 to 1. The Shunter. 11 to 1. Amazing where the shunter pops up. Uh, Jesse Evans, 14 to 1. Not so sleepy, 16 to 1. Tashcan, 20 to 1. Temporized, 20 to 1. Aztec Empire, 22. Wordsworth, Zoffy, Goshen, Goldshot, 
Blazian 5, all 25 to 1. Tritonic, 30 to, 33 to 1. Typewriter, 33 to 1. Um, you know, it's a, it's a classic, brilliant Cesarich field, this Andy, um, with so many different profiles of horse coming into the race. We're getting eight places from Skybet. We're getting seven places from uh, Paddy Power and Live Score Bet. Tell us, you've got two. You said you had a couple that you really fancied. Which ones are they? Well, well, the starting point in this race has, has become um, fairly self-explanatory because of the results over the years. You're basically going to want to be concentrating on well-handicapped national hunt horses, run for Oscar Buzz, Great White Shark, Stratum, Low Sun, uh, Grumetti, Big Easy, all trained by national hunt trainers. Um, those eight of the last 10 winners have gone that way. So that hones it in for me to whittle down the field. I, I can I can quite readily kick kick to, into into touch those that aren't trained by national trainers. Doesn't mean to say that it's guaranteed to happen, but the stats say that is that's the way you should at least uh, approach the race. Uh, so huge amount of respect for Pied Piper because um, I think he you know potentially could be very well handicapped on the pick of his uh, jumps form. But I do think there's a couple in this race that are seriously underestimated. One of them is Jesse Evans. I can't quite understand why this horse is 14 to one. He ran the Irish equivalent, if you remember, a few weeks ago, which ended up being a right proper test mm. uh, over two miles around the Curra. I mean, it was it was worth three times the amount that this race is worth. So it was basically a who's who of two-mile staying horses over in, in, in Ireland. I mean, even Tower of London was 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 a, a contender because he... He ran and he ran in the ledger and and, and the prizeman who so much said Aiden O'Brien decided over a crack. I think he went off something ridiculous like five to two, um, but he just didn't handle the conditions. Only four did, and Jesse Evans was one of them. You look at the body of work that Jesse Jesse Evans has turned out recently. Fourth in the Irish's average, he won at Killarney the time before. Second in the Galway Plate. Um, you know he's pretty much danced every dance. He's running against horses like you know State Man and you know Grade One horses are over hurdles. So. He comes off a mark of 95, and he run well in arguably the best trial, um, without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, he, the, with the greatest respect to this field, they're nowhere near the level of those horses that ran at the Curra. Um, so I think he should be nearly favourite based on that run. Um, and he's trained by Noel Mead, of course, a national trainer, so that ticks that box. Not a bad draw in the middle of the field as well. I think there's another point to make. You've got to be drawn more to the far side. You don't want to be drawn out in the tube seat in 30-odd. Mm. Uh, and the other one I like is temporised. Now, this is a little bit of a um, a little bit more of a poetic license attached to this one because Sid Hosey is dual purpose really. Although he's probably got more national hunt horses, than he has flat horses. He's probably only got a few flat horses. This is definitely one of them. Um, but I like the fact that he's been saved specifically for this race, and he hasn't got involved in any any other skirmishes. So he's going to come here fresh and well after that victory at Goodwood. He absolutely spread eagle field that day. He could be nominated the winner a long, long way out over two and a half miles. He canted his way through it, got to the front three out, ran around a bit. He was he got a bit tired, a bit lonely, whichever we want to look at it. But um, I, I thought he won with a huge amount in hand. Um, he won't mind the ground if it's easy. He'll he'll pretty much handle anything. But if it went soft, he'd be fine. Uh, and the time figure of that Goodwood race is really good. He's got a good draw in ten. Um, so, yeah, I, I do think Sid Hosey's horse, um, I was going to say I could put him on the map because obviously he's already had a Goodwood winner because he won at Glorious Goodwood. But I think this will even elevate his career even higher. And at 20 to 1, with like six, seven places on a guaranteed stayer, 
Um, again, I think he's massively overpriced. So my two strategy plays to get uh, against the field are Jesse Evans at 14s and Temporise at 20s. Jesse Evans, 14 to 1. That is with Bet365. You're going to have to take 12 to 1 if you want the eight places, uh, if you can, at Skybet. And Temporise, uh, best price with William Hill, who are 20 to 1, as are BetMGM and BetUK. They're all 20 to 1 and six places. 16 to 1 for Temporise, again, if you want to take the eight places uh, on offer with Skybet. So Andy's two strong ones make great, great cases for them in what should be a brilliant renewal of the Cesarich on Saturday at 2.40. Got two more races to cover that we've got prices for on the card at Newmarket on Saturday, starting with the 3.15 over a mile two furlongs. It is the Zetland Stakes, where Arabian Crown is the 6-5 to five favourite ahead of Gaspar de la Mo at 7-2. Uh, Dan Buster, 5-1. to one. Uh, Mirabella is 13-2. to two, And Dallas Star is 18-1. to one. Yeah, come straight to the chase here. Um, I think Dan Buster's overpriced, uh, certainly based on the numbers that we've got. Um, again, another... Uh, asterisk to the end of, his, of this selection um, based on the ground maybe being on the easy side or hopefully being on the easy side come Saturday. Very hard to predict how much we're going to get and, you know, where we're starting from, where we'll end up with come 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 the weekend. But uh, you've got to like the way he won at Sandown. He was towards the rear. It looked to be going nowhere in a rush, but picked up really strongly later on to win, I thought, with a little bit in hand in the end. Um, as I said, a really strong time figure. Um He's, he's quite a way, he's quite a bit way clear actually on our numbers. So again, I, th- I think he's massively overpriced at, at five to one. He's just one of those ones that bookmakers probably don't know how to price up. Um, but, but yeah, I, th- I think um, he, he'll do for me that price. Uh, big price there for Dan Buster five to one with Bet365 Hills. Uh, just those two. Um, yeah, you're going to get nine to two most other places about Dan Buster. Uh, and finally, we've got the Darley Stakes where Knight is the seven to two favourite. Highland Avenue, 11 to two. A real gain, seven to one. Spirit Dance, eight to one. Dubai Future, eight to one. Silver Sword, 11 to one. Radebarg is 12 to one. Sabuska, 16 to one. Uh, Paddy Shack, 18. And Maximilian Caesar, 20. Um, yeah, was that, was, did you say Knight's favourite, yeah? Knight, seven to two, yeah. Yeah, that's probably about right, isn't it? He just got touched off by Chindit the other day. Um, Chindit actually won on soft ground for the first time, which is a bit of a surprise. But no, he handled the ground really well, and he got beat by an inform horse. Chindit has just been an amazing servant for connections. They must love him, uh, old and new. Um, I think Radeberg's a chance if the ground softens up, because he ran quite well in that Sandown race. But I think Knight probably just has the measure of him. Uh, I've got a huge healthy amount of time for the top one, Spirit Dancer. Um, I think he definitely deserves to take his chance at this level. He'd probably prefer it at York, and I would have pigeonholed him as a York horse had he not won at Windsor early on in the season. Um, all his best form seems to take place on the Naysmire. Um, he's proven at this level now, and he's a, I mean, he's a big, strong lad as well, this fellow. He, he, he's a kind of con horse. I think the more work you give him, the better he, the better he is. So again, if you know, another one of the prices, I'd be prepared to have a little bit of a swing at Spirit Dancer, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough one to call. I think of all the races I've previewed in this podcast, um, this one's probably the, the 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 one further down the food chain. So it's, it's, would Spirit Dancer be the pick if you had to? Yeah, I'll go with, I'll go with Spirit Dancer. I just, I just like him. I like his attitude, yeah. Lovely. Spirit Dancer, 8-1, to one, best price. That's with Hills. Um, and then, yeah, we've got a couple more races on the card, but no prices uh, as of yet in the nursery or in the uh, Millies and Fairs list. M- Phillies and Mares. Millies and Fairs. 
the Phillies and Mares listed race uh, in the last. I, I, did um, that, I did that last night when I was putting my, my lad to bed. I said, can I have a custard kiddo? <laughs> I always say on many podcasts, many foot ones, I always say toyn cos. Uh, yeah, is, that's another one. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've definitely. Very annoying. I don't know why yeah, yeah. it happens a lot. Um, anyway, thank you very much, Andy, as ever, for sharing uh, your thoughts and tips with us. Have a great time at Newmarket tomorrow. Uh, and we'll be back in a couple of weeks to talk about uh, the national hunt season. So looking forward to that. In the meantime, make sure you download the Odds Checker app where you can get free bets, bookie offers, uh, and um, the best prices, uh, the best place terms, and Andy's tips straight to your app every morning of racing. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Um, make sure you check out Andy's column. In the meantime, please do ensure that you uh, gamble responsibly and enjoy the racing.